Welcome to Asked and Answered, the podcast series that answers all your missions-related questions. With me today in the studio are Ron and Karis Pierce. Hello, guys. Welcome. Hi, Hello. Okay, so this is part two of our Christmas special 2022 of our Bundles of Love. If you missed part one, you'll want to go back and listen. Uh, Ron and Karis talk about how Bundles of Love started, and they discussed... Uh, I think five of our projects. So Ron and Karis, tell us about the remaining three or four projects that we have. Okay, Karis, where do we start? Uh, Let's start with the Laos mini farms. That's always a favorite. That is a favorite because um, I I knew it had potential about two or three years ago. (laughs) Yeah, you did. When I met with our leader over there and he says, we've got this need and it's to start a pastor and his family off, young pastor, with a stable income, shall we say, or a stable way of making food for their family because they're church planning. They don't have much money. And he says, we want to get this mini farm. And I said, well, what does it look like? Well, he says, we're going to get um, implements like hoes and rakes and things. Mm -hmm. We're going to supply seeds for vegetables, seedlings. And he says, we're going to start them off with chickens and also piglets. Mm. Well, I thought this is, sounds like a good idea. I said, how much is it going to be? I, I, $350? Yep. $350 will do everything. And it'll buy all the livestock and everything like that, not just one pig. Or, right. Because you're going to have problems so the whole just shebang. with one pig. <laughs> yeah. you know. It's a short-lived so, farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we had to buy multiple <laughs> little piglets and everything like that. And uh, it went really, really well. And so um, we did this. We started off with it, and uh, it has grown. It has taken off. It is very, very fruitful. So much so that not only is the family, the pastor's family, taken care of, but now they have such surplus over the years that they're taking care of all the poor people in their churches. And so the people you might say would be on welfare assistance or right. whatever that proper word is, um, they're now taken care of. And it went beyond that so much so that they're going to the unsaved and they're finding opportunities to share. Um, I know this seems strange, okay? And everybody here is going to think, oh, big numbers, and they're not real. I've got pictures. I was shown just a few months ago when I was in Bangkok and the brother came in from Laos, and he showed me these pictures of all of these fish. And I've got, when he sent the, the first picture and he gave me the number, I thought, Wow. So it's a large school of fish? (laughs) These are tanks of fish that they got going, and they've multiplied. This year, they produce 500,000 fish. Now, these fish aren't huge, okay? These would be probably about a foot long, maybe a little bit more than that. But they start with that, and then they've got these frogs. Like, I, I, I feel bad telling people we're raising frogs. but <laughs> Frogs the, as pets? No, no, frogs as food. And they're the, <laughs> they're, size, large. they're the size of a person's hand, all right? Wow. And they're monstrous frogs. And they've got all, and they've showed me the tanks with all these frog, tadpole, whatever things they have, mm-hmm. little ones growing up. It was a cloud of them just in one tank. And these grow up and they're the size of the hand. You cut them open, you gut them, you put them on the frying pan, and people love them. I'm not sure uh, we needed those details. But. Well, I, I know, but it, it's, it's, it's just, I don't understand it totally being a Westerner as I am, but they right, really yeah. like this. That's amazing. So these, these farms have taken off, hmm. and we've got an opportunity to doing more pastors because they're sending in every year dozens and dozens of, of pastors to do church planting and to start churches. So we can't keep up with the, the farms. 
And this frees the pastor up to be able to do more church planting because the farm is supporting the family, basically. Exactly. And it gives him an excuse to go to unbelievers with food Mm -hmm. and say, listen, we've got surplus. Um, We're believers. Here it is. And they sit there and they say, why are you doing this? The government doesn't help us. Why are you doing this? And because we love you. Really? Okay, thank you. Well, the second time back when they come back with the cucumbers, that's really great. <laughs> or the tomatoes, you know, it's like so. Tell them about when they went to the leaders. Oh, they went they went to government leaders. And these are communist government leaders. And they wanted lists of uh, unbelievers and people in their villages that um, needed food because they wanted to bless them. And so they give them these lists and they were shocked. Why would, why would the church want to come do this? So they gave them the lists and uh, said, We'll take care of these people. Hmm. So they started giving them food and fish and turkeys and whatever. And um, then they went back to the leaders of the communist leaders in that region, the district or the zone, and they they gave them a basket, big basket, flowers on top. I saw the picture of it, uh, gifts inside the basket. The courage it. Oh, yeah. It was like this was a basket probably three feet by two and a half feet by about big handle on the top with flowers on it would be at least two and a half feet high. And so um, they they go and they give them these um, gifts to the leader. And they say, thank you so much for giving us these people that we can take care of and bless. If you've got any more problems um, doing this, just come to us and we'll help out. Well, the government leaders are stunned. Right. <laughs> like, um, when has this ever happened? What a reputation to have. Yeah. Sort of like... Christians are trying to contribute and take care of this. This reminds me a little bit of the Salvation Army in the early days with William Booth and Catherine Booth in the slums of London taking over. They were taking over the streets with love. And um, and, and it's a historical fact that their reputation has grew in London over that period of time. And they were respected. Right. And that's what the church needs right now is not rumors it needs respect. And that's not only in these parts of the world, but in Canada and the United States and Western Absolutely. Europe, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Why, you, why do you get respect? Because you earn it, because you love and you, and you, you, you love people and you fulfill the gospel. And that's what we're trying to do with this. Well, I know that these farms are very, very popular. A lot of people I talk to, it's a it's a favorite family tradition now. And I think this is only the third year we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, families wait for this and they maybe combine with other families and they they donate to this. So it's it's really fun. And it's $350 for a mini farm. A to mini set farm. up a, a, a farm. To set up a mini farm. Yeah. 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 A farm. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So moving on to another bundle. I think we have Albania. Um, okay, Kara, do you want to start off with this one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Albania is gift baskets of food. And so those are going to the church planters and their families. Uh, this winter is going to be a tough winter. Uh, the, they're $40 for a basket. And so are they struggling to? Well, yeah. yeah. Everybody in that part of the world, because of the war, the price of living, cost of living went through the roof. Right. Fuel. Um, I remember uh, asking this pastor, I said, so what does your budget look like? And he says, well, uh, it's $500 for a month for a family of four. And he says half of that, $250 for electricity. I've read reports where they say that there are many people deciding between heating their house or eating. Yes. 
Exactly. And what a decision. Exactly. And so these are going out to pastors who have very, very limited income. We're helping out as much as we can. Um, but it's it's also going to uh, not just Albania as a country. It's the Albanian-speaking people in that region. And therefore, some of this will happen in Kosovo, uh, uh-huh. some in Montenegro, a little bit in, in Greece, and a little bit in Italy. All those areas where... The church is expanding. We're tied together in this adventure with about 220 uh, evangelical-type congregations. And they are the ones that are going to be helping us in the distribution and gaining the opportunity, being presented with the opportunity to hand out these baskets to people that are in great need and give them love. There, and and, and there is a... Um, some, God's doing something exciting in Albania. This is something that we've... The, the the religion of the area that is infiltrated um, and has taken over in that region, it's a historic religion. I won't go into all the right. details of this, but that religion is falling apart. And people are calling up um, and they're, they're asking people that they know of who um, are Christians, believe the gospel, have Bibles. They're saying... What does it mean to be born again? Do you have a copy of a New Testament? Do you have something? And these are people calling up. It's not like they're being approached on the street. They're asking for it. And we're not talking about a few. We're talking about thousands and tens of thousands just in one church organization that we're working with there right now. And they're inundated with people asking questions. So if you match the answers with the proof of love, it's it's It's, it's wide open it's for wide God open. to do more. Exactly. Okay, and that brings us to our final bundles of love. It's um, Egypt. Now, I, I believe we've done Egypt before, but I don't think that we've ever done it for the widows on the Nile. No. Um, this I've explained, I think, a couple of times on various podcasts, but I'm going to do this one quickly but succinctly in this way. There is a situation there where there are literally thousands of widows who've um, lost their husbands in the mines. And these are mines where they mine this rock. It, it has almost like a powder that comes off in the mining process. And the men inhale this. These are Christian men as a whole uh, that work in these mines. And they get something called concrete lungs. And this is where they just die. Uh, they suffocate because of the dust in their lungs. Leaving wife, kids without an income, without any hope. And therefore, we are partnering with a ministry that is going in, taking care of these ladies and their children, helping them get started in life again with a um, being hairdressers or farming or um, a various seamstress. seamstress. Yeah. I, I don't even know all the professions. It's involved. kind of similar to mini farms, really, because you're helping them get started in life. It is. Self-sufficient. Exactly. And they're also helping them rebuild spiritually. And these women... If they hadn't accepted Christ before, are being shown the pathway, they're accepting the Lord, their kids are going to school, uh, the kids are growing up in church settings where they're hearing the gospel, it's a total rebuild without the husband of their life. Many of these wives, widows will never be remarried. Hmm. Uh, It's just the way it is. And um, therefore, the church is stepping in and this is how we can help. This has to be very special for the kids at Christmas time to know oh. that to just to receive something oh. at this time of year. Would I can't be, even imagine you right? lose your dad. Yeah, you lose your you, you lose All stability. Food. You lose food. Yeah, you lose heat. I've walked into these homes, and these are are mud walls, no roof, 
and no roof, no roof, mud walls, wow. no roof, dirt floors. I've looked at clothes stuck in holes in the wall. They have no furniture. They sit on a blanket. They huddle together around a little pot that they have for supper, and that little pot turns into a fireplace for keeping warm. Mm. And I've looked at these situations. And so when we come in and we're helping them to rebuild financially, right. socially, spiritually, and then in, injected in this at Christmas time, a gift. Yeah, it's like, very special. Wow. Okay. And and this is why this is a substantial gift of food, clothing, help. Um, I think that we still have to talk about Bibles for China. That's our last one. Well, this this is what I call a slam dunk. <laughs> this is so simple because China, they need 40 million Bibles. 40 million. When I was in there recently speaking with the leadership, they said we're overwhelmed with people wanting a Bible because so many are accepting the Lord because of the COVID lockdowns, the disillusionment with the communist government, um, the the peril that they're going through in so many areas because of loss of jobs. They have nothing. They're angry. They're looking for hope. They witness to them, the Christians do. And then they, they say, in this book are the answers that you've been looking for. They read the Bible. They fall in love with Jesus. And if we can give them Bibles, it is the greatest gift mm -hmm. that you can ever give to 1.4 billion people <laughs> on this planet. And I hear they still need a lot of Bibles. 40 million. <laughs> 40 million. Uh, when I heard that number, I thought, wow, like we're doing 500,000 a year. And that is a good number, probably the largest number right now in, in, in that area. And um, when you say that a Bible is $2.50, I think it is right yes, now. Yes, $2.50 a Bible. It, it went up from two twenty five because of inflation and stuff <laughs> like that. And um, therefore, when you can present, print one for $2.50, give it to them, put it in their hands free of charge, and say, here's your answer to life. This goes a long way, but they need a lot, and we need help. Okay, so um, if you're listening to this podcast and you would love to contribute to one of these fantastic bundles of love, you can go to our website at empowerministries.ca or ronpierce.org and the projects are right there for you to choose. I don't believe we've made it easy to choose. I think each one is uh, worthy of uh, a donation, but thanks for listening.